Tracy out the way, allow Tracy to sit down and allow the spirit of, of Christ to stand up. Lord, not only give me preaching, teaching power, but, but Lord, 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 God, every insight, every, 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 every word, every, you know what to bring back to my remembrance. Then, Lord, give an atmosphere of hearing what you are saying. Well, ultimately, let us see Christ. Let us see him more fully. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. These words of Paul are really profound. Especially in the age in which they are written when a wife was just a step above a slave. <laughs> he really went against the culture of what marriage was really thought to be, and he has lifted marriage to the highest level. There is no higher picture of God loving us or Christ loving the church than the illustration of marriage. He, he takes it out of the realm of the natural and put it in the realm of the supernatural if you really want to know the truth about it. Marriage has taken a bad rap, and I really think, matter of fact, I don't think I know, it's Satan that has thrown a monkey wrench in it because because Satan is afraid that if we ever get it right, people will get saved by the way marriage is a husband and wife love each other. I, I believe that marriage above everything else is under attack because if husband and wife is messed up, the children are going to be messed up. If the children is messed up, the neighborhood going to be messed up. If the neighborhood is messed up, the schools are going to be messed up. If the schools are going to be messed up, the church is going to be messed up. So it looks like we just all messed up, don't it? And it starts with that which God called and started this whole thing in the beginning between a man and a woman. There was no church. There, there was no, it was Adam and Eve, and he started it with that. Whatever he had in mind, it started with one man and one woman, and for them to set up a kingdom. <laughs> Adam didn't understand that when he disobeyed God and ate. He ushered in not God as the king of this world, but Satan as the king of this world. We are living in a spiritual kingdom where Satan is king over the world. Let me prove that. Can I prove that? Here Jesus is in, he's in the gospel of John 15, and at the end when he's finishing up, he says, the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. Even he calls Satan the ruler of this world. <laughs> Why? Because Adam gave it to Satan. Can, can, can I go a step farther? Remember when, when, when Jesus is, is, had just been led in the wilderness by the Holy Spirit and Satan comes and tempts him and wanted temptation, he shows Jesus, take him up on the mountaintop, and he shows him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And Satan says, hey, Jesus, you don't have to go on the cross to become king. If you bow down and worship me, I would give all the 
the kingdoms with their glory to you right now. All you got to do is bow down and worship me. Jesus did not say he couldn't because he could have. Why do you think it's so hard for Christians? Why do you think that, that Jesus says to, 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 well, not just Jesus, but, but, but God says to the nation of Israel, I have picked you out. And, and if, you, if you go the way the world is cursed, but I have laid before you my principles. If you walk in my principles, they will bless you. You know, you know God is not cursing nobody. You're already in a cursed situation. He's trying to bless you in the midst of the cursing. My question is this then, why do we continually do it our way when he already said our way is cursed? Why, 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 why are we trying to get blessing out of something that can't do nothing but curse you? Why are we going to stay in our stubbornness and instead of obeying God, we're doing it our way and we expect good results from bad seeds? I'm not talking about the world, I'm talking about Christians. I'm talking about born-again Christians who come to church every Sunday, Christians. But yet, when, when God tells us to do something that we don't want to do, we rise up and say, I'll do it my way. Oh, y'all may not sing it, but our attitude. And what we have done is, we have moved ourselves from where God wants to take us in our blessing to allow Satan to come and to bring in a curse. Can, can, can I tell you something? Can I tell you a secret? There's no vacuum in your life. Either the source of the outcome is from God or from Satan. And we choose who we are allowed to come in and the results is already set. Can, can I go a step deeper? Can I go a step deeper? Let me go a step deeper. I ain't going to keep y'all long. I know y'all ready for a barbecue and all that. I know that. So, so, so let me get, so, so let, me, let me, I'm just trying to set up the situation. So ladies, so ladies, well, why is it that when the Bible says to you, uh, you know, surrender, submit to your husband, that something inside of you said, when hell freezes over, Oops, did I say that? I was channeling your inner, your inner. The reason y'all laugh because y'all know y'all felt that. But wait a minute, in the Bible it starts at 521, it says submit to one another in the fear of God, which means that before there's a submission to one another, there's a submission to God. And, if, and in the Greek, submission is in verse 21, and that submission goes all the way down through that verse. So it's not just the wife submitting, it's the husband submitting, and it's submitting to one another at their point of need. The way God made us is different. Our need is different. He says to the wife, he said, your husband need leadership. 
because I gave him an ego. I gave him an ego, and he needs you to cheer him on. Because when his confidence is broken, he is broken. And y'all sit there like, I ain't going to say nothing good about him. And that's why he can't love you, because a broken man can't love you right. And instead of helping him, you have destroyed him. Life and death is in the power of the it's funny, it's funny, it's funny. What's this? What's this? If, I, if I go to that verse, this is what it says. It says, it says, that, it says that a person would eat out of their mouth. They would feel and be satisfied by whatever they say out of their own mouth. And then it says that, that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Then it goes on and says, it says, and when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. I said, huh? Huh? What does that have to do with power of the tongue? Why? You can destroy your husband or build your husband. But you don't know my husband, yeah, but I know God. And I know that God knows exactly what your husband needs because most of the time we act and react out of our own brokenness. Whether you know it or not, marriage was not meant for you to be happy. Oh, Shut your mouth, preacher. Why you go there? Lord, I shouldn't have said that. Lord, I shouldn't have said that. Now, now one of the fruit of it may come happiness when you do it God's way. But if that's what you're trying to derive out of it, then I'm sorry that you missed the main point. The main point is that you're an agent to help God to make the other one become what God has created them to be. And when they begin to walk in who God created them to be, they will make you happy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hit the towel. Shut your mouth. God is so into this that in the nation of Israel, the husband and wife, when they first got married for a year, Everybody else took care of the crop of that man so he could spend a year making his wife happy. Getting to know each other. Our God is a bad boy. Where we missed it is Satan flipped the script. And we don't know God's principles. We don't know the blueprint. And we're doing it our ways, trying to get God's result. Listen, 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 listen. Can, can, can I go step deeper? Can I go deeper? Go, bring, bring up that verse again. Verse 22. Come on, come on, bring, bring it up. Let me fly through this. Because there's barbecue on the grill. There's potato salad in the refrigerator. Wife, listen, understand. 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 See, if we don't operate in understanding, then we don't operate correctly. 
When you don't understand why God has set things up, then you miss the point of the whole matter. When, 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 when it gets hard for you to do what you want to do, you, you look at the short picture, God's trying to work through the long picture. Why? Because God's working with you as you do what God tells you to do, and you go back to God for strength, you go back to God for understanding, you go back to God, say, Lord, I'm going to do it your way. We have a helping agent in marriage if you let the Holy Spirit help you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> let, let me go to singles. Singles. The, the, and married people. Before you're married to one another, and even you're single, you're married to Christ. Did you know that you are Jesus' ministry? In your singleness, he is committed to you to bring out of you what he put in you. <laughs> Listen, what he talks about, wife, what you ought to do for your husband, you know what he's saying? That's what we as a church ought to do for Christ. Listen, 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 listen. When God does something to you, you ought to praise him. The same, the songs that we were singing. And I know we got excited. We said, I love Jesus. Do you? Hold on, hold on. Don't, don't tell me you do by your words. Tell me you do by your actions. Let me watch you how you treat others. Because you can't tell me you treat others anyway. And you're all that crazy about Jesus. Because how you treat others really show how much you love the Lord. Amen. Oh, I'm God. No, I'm going to be on the dinner table today. Not on yours. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Tell Cliff I said hi. Listen, listen. You can't say, come in here and give God all the worship and leave out of here and treat. If there's a block in your loving, then there's a block in your relationship with Christ. I tell people all the time, you can't let nobody be big enough to stop your blessing. I don't care who it is. We're doing some counseling, and I said this, when are you going to stop requiring the person that hurt you to make it make you better again? It's been 15 years now, and they're going on about their business, and you still sitting here requiring them to do something they can't do. Listen, they're not stuck. You're stuck. And they can't even do it if they did know what they did. Why don't you let them go and let Jesus in so that you can move on past what the Satan tried to stick you with so that you can live life. Life is too short to stay stuck what somebody used by Satan did in your life to do, 
to, to hinder you from where God wants to take you. Guess what? I got a message for you. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says, you are God's masterpiece. Turn to your neighbor. You're God's masterpiece. You're God's masterpiece. You're God's masterpiece. You're God's masterpiece. I'm God's masterpiece. I'm God's masterpiece. Oh, I, I'm really am God's masterpiece. I pray the love of Jesus get that so down in you that you don't need nobody else to tell you that. I, I so pray that that could so get in your spirit that when folks don't treat you like God's masterpiece, you can say, speak to the hand. I so pray that your past don't determine how high you will fly because God invested too much in you for you to be stuck by what Satan did in your past. I want you to know that the devil is afraid of you walking in what God has called you to be. So don't let nobody determine who you are. If they're not speaking what God is speaking into you, about you, shut your ears and walk on. Your life and death is in Christ speaking to you. And listen, and you cannot be stuck. Listen, 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 listen. The person that don't like you was made just like you. Matter of fact, their skin is dust just like your skin is dust. So why are you going to let what somebody didn't do, what somebody did do, what somebody said, determine who you are. I don't care who they may be. You got to look up to the hills for with cometh your help, your help come from the Lord. And you got to proclaim what God says about you. Am I speaking to anybody in the house? You've been set up in two ways. You've been set up for failure by the devil, but you've been set up for victory by the Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And you determine. You determine. Oh, did you hear me? You determine. If Christ was crucified from the foundation of the world before God started time, because God made time. Without time, without God, there is no time. Time is a created thing. Therefore, God started time, and he would bring the end of time, but God stands outside of time. Hold on. Time is too small. The whole God. Matter of fact, Isaiah said, God went to the end, walked his way back to the beginning, and said, let it begin. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Our God, so how you explain that? I got it, I can explain that. Our God is awesome God. Our God is awesome God. 
He's too big to find. Okay, let, don't, don't get stuck there because they want barbecue and potato salad. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Which means that if, if he already wrote your victory, Isaiah hmm, 3, 20. Think I'm right. If he already, nah, I'm wrong. How, how did I lose that verse? Okay, I think I got it. Oh, okay, yeah. Isaiah 2, 10 where he says, you're a masterpiece. This is what he said. He says, in the Amplified, he said, I have already prearranged the path you ought to walk in. It's already determined. Isaiah 2, 10. No, Ephesians. Okay, I'm tired. Isaiah. Isaiah, two tears. Okay, this is where we go. Let's go. Let's do this. Come on. Come on now. Come on back. Come on back. Come on back. I'm trying to, I'm trying to wrap this up. Come on back. This is what it says. In Amplified, this is what it says. It says, it says, it says, that he has already laid out past, prearranged. Your victory is already prearranged. Your blessings is already prearranged. I can't use you because you got a bad back. But God already got victory for you prearranged. You know what you need? You know what I need? I need someone who's going to encourage me when I forget my future is prearranged. Check me out now. I need someone to speak into me when I'm so low, I can't speak into myself. Ideally, a husband and wife ought to do this for each other. But many times, when we get unequally yoked, young people, and you marry them because they got a six pack, But when they are destroying you with their lips, see, words are spiritual. People are talking into the core of who you are. And they are either speaking life into you or death into you. That's what it means when Proverbs says that the power of the tongue is life. You got, we got mothers here who speak death to their children and wondering why their children act the way they do. We got husbands speaking death into their wife. Why speaking death into her? And you wonder why we close up emotionally. No, it's not even in our speaking, it's in our actions. Sometimes it's what you should have said, but you didn't say. 
and we do each other this way. And, and notice, we're playing right into Satan's hands because that's what he does to all of us. Then in the church, we come in here and we're worse than anybody. So instead of getting built up, we are speaking into each other stuff that shouldn't even come out of our lips and call ourselves praising God. Because we don't understand that words are spiritual and the object, God, 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 God's plan was that there is an encouragement. There's a building up. We already got a devil that's trying to kill us. I need somebody. I need somebody. You need somebody. We need somebody. That's not talking worldly stuff. We're talking spiritual. Oh, I, I got a journey. I got a destiny. You got a destiny. God created you with a destiny. You need somebody that's going to tell you that you are somebody. You're created in the image of God. His holiness and righteousness is in you. You can run this race. Victory is already yours. I don't care what happened last week. So they fired you on the job. God got another job waiting on you. You go find that job. God already pre-prepared your victory beforehand. So what? Your, your cousin, your brother don't like you, guess what? God loves you. And God sees in you what he put in you. And God can't be wrong. Who is speaking into you? I got, I got a better question. Who are you listening to? See, I can't quit some folks from speaking but I can limit how much access they have to my heart. Oh, y'all got to hear me? Y'all got to hear me? Mama, daddy, wife, husband, children, if they're not speaking what God is speaking, I limit, you have to limit the access they have to your heart. But wait a minute, that's my mama, that's my daddy, that's a, hey, hey, if they're not speaking what God's speaking, I will limit what you speak to my heart, because you're speaking death to me. And Satan is using you to stop me from reaching my destiny. We better get this. This is the world we live in. This is how you better learn how to navigate your life. You better learn how serious this is. You better learn that everything is trying to deter you from getting where God wants you to get because Satan is afraid if you ever catch on. If you ever get a glimpse. If you ever... If a marriage ever reached the status where God wanted to, there's a glory built in. Oh, oh, there's a glory built in. There's a glory built in that when you get there, the glory of Christ will cover it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we allow Satan and the negative thinking to keep us grounded 
but we ought to be flying. Single, married, that doesn't matter. Why? Because marriage is, 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 is more, that's what Paul said. Listen to Paul. They're going to let you go. Listen to him in, in, in 532. He said, he said, he said, he said, all that I've been talking about as I expound the intimacy of marriage between a husband and a wife and how they ought to interact with one another, I am really, really talking about Christ and the church. He said, everything I can say about a husband and wife in a relationship, I can put it in relationship, in our relationship with Christ. He says, he said, he said, he said, he said, there's really the love of Christ is unlimited. And that the marriage comes up under the unlimited of love of Christ, then the love that you can express to one another is also unlimited. Okay, let me speak to some singles. That means that if you tap into the unlimited love of Christ, you won't be running after some joker that don't deserve any. The love of the Lord will make you satisfied. There's a love, there's a relationship with him that, 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 that he will love you at a place that, that, that until God bring the right one, and even if he don't bring the right one, you can say, I can do it like this because I'm, I know my purpose. I know my calling. Listen, whether you're married or not, you better know your purpose. You better know your calling. You better be working out your salvation. That means work out what Christ has in you because, listen, if you're not filled with Christ, something else is going to fill you. Okay, I know y'all tired of me. Let me bring this, let me bring this to an end. Let me bring this to an end. Let me, let me bring this to an end. Let me bring this to an end. Okay, let's go. Where I want to go, Lord? Where, where I want to go? Where I want to go? Where I want to go? Okay, let's talk. Let's, let's a little bit. Watch out. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, I think it's, I forget what verse it is. It says, it says we, are, we, are, we are constrained by the love of Christ. That's, that's, that's King James, but in the New King James, we're compelled. Well, which one is it? Because constraint means he holds us back. Compelled means he pushes us forward. Well, the word in the Greek really can be translated either way. Matter of fact, it's both. Let me, let me explain. Haven't you been ready to say something? And as you went to say it, he shut your mouth? Okay. That's constraint. You got that. Okay, okay. <laughs> let, me, let me throw another one at you. Let me throw another one at you. Have you ever been, you said what you wasn't going to do? But before you could help it, you was doing it anyway? 
you mad at somebody and you ain't, you ain't going to be nice to them. You're not going to speak to them. And you will say, hey, what's up, bro, man? What's up, bro? What's up, man? Hey, 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 you know you my dude. You know you my cat, man. You know that, man. You know that, man. Why did I do that? I didn't, I I didn't want to do that. Why? <laughs> For the ladies, you went to roll your eyes and you kissed them. Well, you know what that says? I don't, did I go too far? Did I go too far? Okay, okay. You hugged them. You said hi. You look cute today. I like the dress you got on. Did I go there? Okay. Come on, come, let's get back. Let's get back. Listen, watch this, watch this. That's compel. In the marriage. God is always restraining and compelling if we let him. Most of us, let me show you where we are. The Holy Spirit isn't speaking because he's grieved. Because we have stopped listening because we done put on our ain'ts. If you stay in ain't, I'm not, then the end result is not what God has established. It's what Satan has established. God will deroot your purpose because of your stubbornness. And then after it's gone, when you change your mind, God would say, oh, too late. Listen, God will not allow you to take what he deems precious and treat it like it's common. If we don't learn to appreciate what God has deemed precious and a gift, God would take it out of your hands and say, how you like me now? That's what it means when it says don't put pearls on a swine. Because a swine will take it back to the pig pen and get it dirty because it doesn't recognize how precious it is. So to listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit is so important for you to get what's in your destiny on your journey in Christ. Because when we are not listening, what we're saying to God, I don't want what you got for me. I got a better way than what you want for me. Yes, sir. There's a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit that we all have to develop. Because we are flipping between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness, our blessing and our cursing. And the Holy Spirit is trying to navigate us through the word of God to get us where God wants us. But if I'm not listening, if I'm not obedient, then I will miss what God has already prearranged with my name on it. Let me just, 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 uh, then, then I'm, I'm let it go. It's King Saul. He was already king. It was already laid out for him. But because of his disobedience, God said, I found another man. Let's go another level. 
You know what? God is trying to get you where he got for you more than what his eyes have seen, more than what ears have heard, more than whatever enter into the imagination of your dog. That's how high he wants to bless you because he's your God and you're his child. There's a connection. There's a yoking. Listen, there's a yoking that should be between brothers that, 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 that when he's stuck, I will pull him. When I get stuck, he will pull me. When, when he's stuck, I will pull him. You need somebody that will pull you out your rut, that will pull you out your depression, that will pull you. And sometimes they can't be, they can't do it just with flattery. They got to be tough love, but, but you know it's with love, but they got to be real with you. They got to tell you, come on, get up. You, you can't stay in this self-pity. God's been too good to you for you to stay there. Wait a minute. Come on, man. You've been here too long. I've been sitting with you. I've been patting you. I done gave you time. But man, I'm with you. But it's time to get up. Stop talking about what you lost. Start looking at what you got. God is blessing you. I believe that you're going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So it's time to quit complaining and open up your mouth and start praising. That's the only way you're going to get Satan off your back. So come on. Husband and wife, that's exactly what marriage is really all about. You are his agent. You are God's agent to help the other one get where they're supposed to be. And I'm telling you, if God don't have nobody next to you, you got the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will prompt you. The Holy Spirit will control you. I'm glad he didn't leave me comfortless. I got a comforter that goes to bed with me, that gets up with me that talks to me, that lifts me, that holds me, that comforts me. There's something about Jesus that makes everything go right. Hold on, hold on. I hear Paul saying, I'm praying for you, the church of Ephesus. I pray that you come to know that you be rooted You'd be grounded. You'd be anchored in the love of Jesus Christ. I pray you come to experience the height of it, the depth of it, the width of it, the breadth of it. His love. His love. His love. Hold on, hold on. He loves me. He loves me. Uh-oh, he loves me. Uh-oh, he loves me. I know he loves me. He keeps on proving and proving in spite of us. He loves us. Guess what? He loves the both of us. So we got to walk together in this love. Is there anybody? Is 
there anybody that has made up their mind, I'm gonna walk this thing out. Through the ups, through the downs, through the ins, through the outs, he loves you. Say that with me. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. Y'all not saying it like y'all believe it. You're not saying it like it's real. You need to close your eyes. You need to imagine the love of Jesus running down all the way in spite of me. He loves me. Come on now. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me in spite of me. He loves 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 me. He 